It's time for Wolverines Weekly. We sit down and recap the latest in WDC athletics. Let's hustle to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Wolverines Weekly for the spring sports season. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Glad to have you back with us on KWAD. We have a chance to talk with our spring sports coaches, including athletic director Norm Gallant. That's coming up after the break on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly for the first time in this spring sports season. And we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant. And Norm, thanks for uh, hopping back in in this, uh, this beautiful spring weather we've been, uh, we've been having. Yeah, it sure is something, isn't it? It's just, uh, boy, we just can't seem to, we just can't seem to get, uh, get going. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it doesn't cause any headaches for you as an activities director trying to, trying to balance all this out. You know, when I was younger, when I just first started this, it was hard. I'd get worked up, but now it it just kind of is what it is, and we just roll with things and move things around, and uh, I'm not going to get, you know, too worked up until we get to about May 1st and we haven't been outside yet. <laughs> and uh, and just to talk a little bit about that, for people who don't know, kind of when you're rescheduling games or when you start to make that decision, who makes that decision between the uh, athletics directors and who kind of, how does that process work when you need to reschedule a game? Yeah, well, so what we'll do, I mean, obviously you look at the weather and, uh, you know, it it's so much of its field conditions and that's what I, I think people don't understand sometimes it it might get nice for a week and oh man the snow's gone but then the frost is still on the ground the the conditions are still soupy and um, you know you can't play on those fields so uh, we'll call each other and and uh, you know the nice thing with conference is we can kind of make those double headers um, some of the other other uh, non-conference that gets a little bit trickier and. Um, you know, for track and field, for instance, too, uh, lots of times those events are just canceled because it's so tight as far as, um, you know, you've got to schedule for the year and, and you just lose those events. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of field conditions. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing. And the nice thing about Wadena is we're in the sand here. So, um, you know, the water tends to go through pretty quickly. So I know once we get rolling, we'll be fine, but it's just, it's got to be, more than 15 degrees at night uh, and 25 in the day. <laughs> so, And, you know, just talk a little bit about uh, some of the spring sports here. Talk about uh, some of the things that you guys have had coming up. Obviously, uh, track and field has had a couple meets indoors, but the rest of them are kind of sitting and waiting for the most part. Yeah, everybody's kind of in a holding pattern. Um, you know, we uh, obviously we expect to have really a top-tier baseball team and can't, can't wait to get them on the field. And... Uh, you know, we were supposed to play tonight down at Northwestern against OTC on a turf field, and um, boy, it was going to be 31 with 15 to 25 mile an hour winds, and we're just not going to put our kids through that. Um, and then uh, softball is going to be much improved, and uh, of course, you know, there's no chance of us getting outside there yet. And like you said, our track team's off to a really good start. Um, lots of uh, really exciting athletes there. Uh, uh, we just had a school record in the pole vault set by Brody Doma, Brady Dohmeyer up at uh, Bemidji State, uh, 14 feet. And, um, you know, I know uh, Coach Reynolds is really excited about both his boys and girls teams. Um, and then golf, boy, we've got uh, 25 kids out there and um, boys and girls, and we're excited about that program coming back and, and growing in numbers. And then, uh, 
uh, of course, our our trap shooting team is is looking to get outside as soon as they can get outside. So, lots of things going on, and it's it's just got to straighten out. Yeah, and you know, uh, just I guess, how has this winter been, or uh, spring technically, whatever? They're basically yeah. one and the same at this point. But how is this compared to uh, to recent years? Like, uh, I know we were talking a little bit off air. Uh, you know, a year or two ago it was really nice, but of course we started the season a little bit later due to due to COVID and all yep. that kind of stuff. Talk about how this winter compares to past ones. Yeah, it's uh you know, we we whenever we get a winter like this we we start talking about these things and you know the the thing about the weather here is it can straighten out pretty quickly. Uh, but you know realistically we're not gonna get out until about the twentieth of April. Um we can start scheduling softball games I think right around the thirtieth of March. So we we tend to do that in case we can get outside to take advantage of it. Um, this is going to be one of the late ones. This is, I think, year 13 of scheduling and, and doing this job for me. And we've had about four years where it's just been awful. And the worst one I can remember, and I don't remember the exact year, I'm thinking around 11, 12 or so, um, we our first time outside was our first game, and it was in May. <laughs> I I hope we're not there, but uh, this is definitely uh, it's starting to get a little scary like that. Yeah, and you know it's one of those things where it's like you know you almost have to instead of practicing, you almost have to make the kids go shovel outside or do something <laughs> like that to kind of help clear those fields off or uh, or get that going. Right, and that's uh, that gets tricky too. Um, we went out and we we did some of that in February when the ground was still frozen, but um, you know we we brought some pretty big equipment out there and did that, and so we should be okay that way. Um, you know, we ran into uh, we sort of had an early. F- uh, winter, I guess. So we had some work that we needed to get done on our fields and we got to wait to get that done now. And we were hoping for a decent spring so we could get that going. And, uh, we got a lot of work to do on our fields. Uh, we're going to be starting a year in Deer Creek for baseball. Um, we'll get our fields going as quick as they can. Um, but we got to put some lime down on the softball field. So we got a lot of work to do as the snow leaves. So it's, uh, that's another component here that we haven't had to fight in the past, but, uh, you know, obviously you want to have quality facilities, so you got to keep them up too. Yeah, and and with the spring sports season, uh, still kind of like you said in that holding pattern. Track and field been able to to get a couple meets inside. Uh, you know, and like you said, having to cancel those meets as the season goes on, it's it's almost kind of like a, a little bit of a balancing act w- with track and field as well, because you want to make sure you give those kids that opportunity. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll be, uh, you, you know, we're we're realistically we're going to lose all of our stuff next week. Um, just looking at the forecast, we're not going to be able to get our meet in in Wadena. We've already announced that. Um, I'm sure Purim will have to pull the pin looking at the weather coming. So we're going to try to look for another, whether it's an NDSU or Bemidji State, hopefully somebody with one of those nice indoor facilities uh, decides to host another meet. So we'll look for that. And, you know, those are uh, a circus. You're a Bemidji State guy. You probably went to a couple of those track meets up there. I remember that when I was a student. You got 2,000 kids crammed into a field house, and it's not the optimum uh, environment for the kids but uh, they also get to compete so we'll continue to look for that stuff and uh, as it gets rolling uh, we'll 
we'll figure out where uh, where we can go and what we can do. Uh, you know, we're a couple of Bemidji State guys, so I think we can use our connections to kind yeah. of work <laughs> work something out with that. But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you know, just I guess just as we kind of wrap up this uh, kind of preview into our spring sports, just once the field's conditions do get better, once everything does work out, how exciting is it going to be for those kids to be able to, to get back out there? It's almost been a month since a lot of these winter sports have wrapped up. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great. And, you know, obviously uh, – We've had just a ton of success in our spring sports, so I, I know our kids are really excited. And, of course, uh, like I keep mentioning baseball, uh, obviously they're coming off just uh, a school record for wins and a state tournament berth and uh, all those great things. And so I know those kids are really excited, and, and I'm really excited about that uh, just in that I had the good fortune to coach with uh, the two of our seniors in uh, Peyton Rondesfit and Josh Dykoffs, and and they're just outstanding baseball players, but they're outstanding kids. So I I can't wait to watch them, and and then I want to watch our, our track team too. Man, um, Mark does such a great job with them, and uh, to watch what they're doing, uh, especially in the pole vault, I, our girls teams are is going to be really really solid. So I'm excited to see all those girls, and then. Uh, uh, Lear Kaug has just been doing a great job in the in the high jump. He's a quarter inch uh, shy of the school record the other day too. So I'm really excited to see that, and and hopefully they can push for a state tournament bid too. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant, and Norm, why don't you stick around and we'll talk a little bit about the baseball team when we come back. You bet. Yep. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking again with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant, and we're talking a little bit of baseball here, and, uh, you know, just uh, like we talked about before the break, there's a a lot of excitement with this uh, Wolverine baseball squad. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, like I said, we're we're coming off a year where we set a school record in wins. Uh, We've got uh, some outstanding, outstanding kids coming back. Um, Josh is committed to uh, UMC to go play with his brother up there in Crookston. And, uh, you know, Peyton, uh, Rondesvet, just a, a great arm. And, and lots lots more coming up with, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Connor Davis, Isaac Common. Um, you know, we've got some younger kids that are going to look to step in there too. Uh, uh, you know, the uh, Peyton Churches, Tyson Bartle, uh, guys like that. Our, our pitching staff is going to be really, really good. And then, uh, you know, we can hit and feel a little bit, little bit too. So I know Kyle's really excited. I know our community's really excited. And uh, and I'm really excited about baseball. And, you know, like you said, last year was a state tournament berth. And, and, and what do you think, uh, what, what made last year's team so great for those who maybe didn't get a chance to see him too much? You know, I think uh, the thing that Kyle does such a great job of is just uh, those kids play together and they just know... Uh, what what each other is going to do, and he's able to put them in the right spots. And the thing that that really set last year's team apart is just the uh, the never say die. Um, you know they they had to kind of do things a hard way and come back and and win a couple of games when it was a hundred degrees and um, kind of with their backs against the wall. And they just never gave up. They do things the right way, um, and uh, they're they're just exciting to watch and Kyle's got a really good program built with with uh, his assistants and um you know the the biggest credit I'll give to him is just all the things that he does in the summer uh to build a baseball program Kyle Kyle breathes baseball and uh, it starts when they're 5 and and he works with them and y- you see him out there 
15 hours a day in the summertime coaching baseball, working with everyone. And uh, they really believe in, in what uh, what he's doing and, and what they're doing, and it's it's fun to watch. And you mentioned a little bit earlier about the pitching of this year's squad. Do you think that's going to be the identity of this year's team? Boy, I, I sure don't see how it can't be. I mean, um, you know, we had great pitching last year, and, and uh, you know, we lose a, a Tony Krecklau, uh, who was a very good pitcher, too, for us. And, um, boy, we've got so many arms coming. And, you know, the thing that's going to happen this year is we're going to be playing five games a week. There's just no no way around it. And, you know, I like our one and two, but, of course, once we get to three, four, five in our pitching, we're we're still solid, so... Uh, I'll take our three, four, five against other teams. Three, four, fives too. So, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a, a lot of fun. And you mentioned that just it's super important because when you're going to have to play double headers and when you're going to have to play uh, multiple double headers a week, just to kind of catch up and see how this is going, especially in the conference. Just that pitching is just is vital, and you can tell what kind of separates the the good teams from the really good teams is that pitching depth. Oh yeah, hundred percent, and that's you know all of our coaches in the area have had to kind of adjust to this with pitch count and all the stringent things on that. But uh, you know, I think Kyle's done a really good job of. I think starting in in the Babe Ruth and the Little League, everybody's learning how to throw, and and that's really important. You got to develop pitching, and and he's done a great job of that. And and we're just really fortunate right now to have some really really good baseball players coming and. Um, yeah, it should be not only this year, but it's going to be a lot of fun coming up the next few years. And another thing that kind of, at least through my uh, limited experience of high school baseball, is you know not only pitching, and, and hitting is important too, but something that's really underrated and really does separate teams is that baseball IQ. How do you think yeah. uh, the Wolverines team has this year? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's outstanding. Um, like I said, they they play a lot of baseball. Um, it's just uh, it's kind of part of the culture. Uh, they they'll play in the mornings and they'll play in the evenings when they're uh you know fourth fifth sixth grade 7th and 8th grade and then uh they've these kids have played literally hundreds of baseball games so yeah i think this year's crew loves baseball and they they've been through the battles and there isn't too many situations they're going to run into where where uh they're going to be it's something they haven't seen and for yourself as an athletic director, just seeing uh, the way baseball has been done, and it's been done in, in a lot of other sports too, but just specifically for baseball, to see that culture kind of captive, uh, cultivate and to see all that stuff and the kids come in, how, how great is it as an AD to look at that baseball program and just see what they can do? Oh, yeah, and, that, you know, it's uh, it's any sport. Um, you know, I always talk about what I grew up in too over in Staples, we had a lot of coaches that had been there for a long time. And when you build longevity and you get great people in front of your kids and they do things the right way, uh, you just stand back and let them do their job. And uh, we've been fortunate to uh, to hire some outstanding people. And, um, you know, we've, we've been able to keep them and they've done a good job. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of Kyle. I, I got to have him as a student and uh, helped with the baseball team when he was in school for a year uh, before we started having kids and um, you know he's really done his hometown proud and his family proud and um, you know his school proud so we're we're uh, really enjoying uh, the things that he's been able to do. All right and last question for you here Uh, we've talked about the pitching talked about the baseball IQ everything Uh, can this team hit? Oh yeah we're gonna be fine (laughs) you know I I think uh, one of the things that I'm really excited about is um, 
you know, I'm just going to point it at Josh Dykoff in particular because I see the work that he's done in the weight room. And uh, Josh has really built himself into a strong, strong kid. And, uh, you know, he was hitting dingers last year. And uh, he is he is a really, he's become a man between last year and this year. And not that he already wasn't, but he's, uh, he's going to be something to watch. If he gets a fastball down the middle, uh, you're going to be chasing it. And, uh, you know, he's got enough around him where you're going to have to pitch to him. So it's going to be exciting to see him. Uh, I'm looking forward to him just because I know the work that he's put in. Um, he hits at the Maz as much as he can. He's up in the weight room as much as he can. Uh, he's he's going to be special. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Galley, giving us a little bit of preview on the baseball season. And Norm, great to chat with you, and we'll do it again later. Yeah, you bet. Hey, I, I want to clear up one thing here. I got a lot of grief last week for a little April Fool's prank that I pulled, and uh, <laughs> we are not becoming the Whitetails. Uh, nobody's uh, taxes are going to go up because we're buying new uniforms. Um, just a little April Fool's joke, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dig a little bit of bread. Right. Uh, have yep. a little fun. <laughs> right, exactly. So, All right, well, thank you, and we'll look forward to maybe getting outside in the next week or two. All right, we'll talk to you later, Norm. All right, thank you. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Tracy Jack. And, Coach, just talk a little bit about how you feel about your team this season as you guys are uh, patiently waiting to get out on the field. I think you uh, put it nicely when you say patiently because I think all players and coaches are uh, pretty anxious about the weather and, and wanting to get outside a little bit more. Um, but really excited for this season. We have a great group of girls uh, returning letter winners this year. We have seniors Jamie Bartle, Chloe Capan, uh, a couple juniors, Mercedes Schultz and Haley Kircher, and then three of our freshmen, Addison Carr, Montana Carson, and Jenna Dykoff. Uh, they're going to round out the majority of our infield and pitching positions this year, so it's nice having a lot of varsity experience returning with those girls on the diamond um, and then looking to a couple other players um, that aren't letter winners but coming back this year in the program, Haley Dickey, Madeline Gallant, Ella Strowing. Um, those three are juniors that we're going to be looking to uh, help us out in the outfield quite a bit. We graduated all of our outfielders last year, so... Even with our infield having a lot of experience, um, our outfield will be pretty fresh this year. Um, and then we also have eighth grader Jada Dykoff jumping into uh, some of our varsity roles uh, in the infield with uh, pitching, shortstop, and, and catching roles there. So good group of girls returning and then a couple new new faces on the varsity field that will be contributing to our success this year yeah and for those who uh might not have followed the team last year just talk about your season uh, a year ago and kind of how you're looking to kind of build things into this year yeah our overall record last year was we were eight and 13 um a couple close games in there where we wish we were more around the 500 mark um but with our experience coming back we're looking to to improve that record and get over that 500 mark um, and work our way up in the Park Region Conference a little bit more. Um, 
by by the end of the season. Yeah, and and now uh, just talk a little bit about what you guys have been doing uh, as you guys are. Uh, have you been in the gym a lot? Have you been able to get outside at all? How has practice been like these first few weeks? You know, um, we've been teased a little bit with our field getting snow blown off early in the season, uh, thinking we were going to get out there, and we got outside a couple a couple days, um, but then our hopes were <laughs> kind of smashed with the weather we've been getting lately. Uh, but doing a lot of different drills in the gym where we can turn turn game situations into different drills and little games. And the girls have had a great attitude, um, even with having to be in the gym so much. We all know once we do get outside, it's going to be bam, bam, lots of games and double headers. Uh, so they're still working hard, even though we've been been stuck on the court quite a bit. And for this year's team, what is what would you say in kind of the first few weeks of practice? And like uh, you just said, it's been a little tough to kind of figure out uh, everybody a little bit with the limited options you have. But what do you think the identity of this year's uh, Wadena Deer Creek softball team is going to be? Um, I think with our communication and um, mental toughness coming into this season, we're going to really benefit from that. Uh, the girls are talking and, and pulling each other up after a mistake in the gym and that's going to be huge once we get on the field and start playing games that even if we have an error being able to bounce back and make the next play um, that's going to be be huge for our success and I can already see that just with their um, the the team camaraderie that we have in place Um, everyone's really supportive of each other and and positive so that's going to be huge for us this year. All right, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Tracy Jack. Coach, great to talk with you for our first interview of this spring sports season, and we'll do it again next week. Yep, sounds good. Hopefully we'll we'll have some games closer to being played at that point. We're, we're crossing our fingers and we're hoping. Yes, thanks <laughs> so much, CJ. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And, Coach, you've been the only spring sport that's really gotten the opportunity to kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, hit the ground running. How's it been so far? Oh, it's been good. You know, we're fortunate to have access to, you know, indoor tracks within a couple hours of Wadena. So going to Bemidji State or NDSU or you know, are, are good options for, for us to be able to get to compete and run on a track with spikes or throw and, and you know, pole vault or high jump, jump into, you know, pits, um, you know, things we can't do at home and, and you know, within the high school. So um, it's been it's been a good start. We were able to get three meets in and, um, you know, we'll see what uh, – We'll see what things look like over the next week or two. If we can't uh, get a meet in outdoors, we'll try to find another indoor meet. And you guys have had some uh, record-breaking performances over the last uh, week to two weeks. Uh, just talk a little bit about that. Well, we've had, uh, you know, Lear Cog in the high jump has had a couple of uh, um, big meets. You know, his first meet of the year went six feet four inches, and then his second meet of the year went six six. And, um, you know, and then this past Tuesday he went 6'2". So those are all big, big heights for, for a high jumper, you know, this, this early in the year. So um, he's been real consistent, which is, which is big. And, 
um, you know, him coming off of last year, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, eight inches, 10 inches higher than, you know, on the average than he was last year. So, um, uh, that was, um, you know, a little bit of a surprise, but, you know, at the same time, you know, you know, his abilities, you know, from seeing him jump in previous years, and it's just kind of working on some of the form and technique and, and, uh, getting better with those things. So, and then, uh, Brady, Brady Dwyer broke the school record in the pole vault on Tuesday, and uh, you know, 14 feet in the pole vault this time of year is also uh, also really big. So that's uh, that's exciting, you know, a school record that's been held for you know 35-ish years, um, and uh, one that we've had a few decent boy pole vaulters over the last three or four years, and they've all been kind of got kind of gunning for that. Um, so it's good to see somebody finally. Uh, finally break it and when uh when a kid does break a school record or gets in a like a top five uh how quick do they realize it do you do you kind of go like that's got to be a record or is it kind of after the meet you kind of look at the numbers or how quick do you guys find that out well i kind of know in my head um the top 10 um just from you know entering things you know year year in and year out um so i have a pretty good idea where where you know i know the school records and I generally know what it takes to get into the top 10, um, you know, of, of the record book. So, um, you know, and we, I guess I use that as kind of a motivator for kids too, you know, whether it's during practice or, you know, at a meet, um, if they're jumping well or running well, um, you know, just, you know, kind of use that to, to, to push them a little bit of, you know, what it takes to get in the book or what the, what we're shooting for to try to break the school record. And, um, you know, some of those kids know, know the record book as well. So, you know, like, they, like I said, those pole vaulters or we've got lyric in the high jump or, you know, I know we have some girl jumpers, long jump, triple jump, and they know, they know what they're after. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a good motivator. And we've got a record board in the, in the main gym of the high school. So they want to get their names up there. And something interesting uh, for you is you're the head uh, track and field coach of both the boys and girls programs. Talk about how uh, unique of an opportunity it is for you. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, you know, we're doing the same thing and we're after the same thing. Um, and so I think, you know, with our size of school, it, it makes sense to kind of have one one person, um, you know, that can um, kind of design things or make some of the decisions on scheduling. Um and, um, you know, everybody is doing the same things in terms of going to the same meets and, and competing, competing in the same events. So, you know, even if we had a different head coach for, you know, boys and girls, you would, in a small school, you're still going to have, you know, one distance coach that's going to work with all the boys and girls and one throwing coach that's going to work with all the boys and girls. So um, it doesn't, doesn't change much that way. Um, but it's, it's fun to be able to work with both. Um, you know, you kind of get... You get a taste, a little bit of both worlds on that, um, and uh, you know it can be a lot at times. But at the same time, it's it's a lot of fun to be able to work with you know fifty, sixty, seventy kids you know at the same time or in the same season. And last question for you here, Coach: What excites you most about uh, this year's squad? Well, you know, I mean, our our uh, our girls are are looking really good in terms of um, you know we just have a really well-rounded team right now. Um, and you know, we, we, we fill most events nicely with, with, with kids, whether it's a jumping or running or distance event throwing, um, we just, we've got some good experience with, you know, some, a handful of seniors that have been involved with the team and, 
um, down to some seventh and eighth graders who are filling into some big roles. So, um, you know, they're going to they're going to look to repeat as as the Park Region Conference champions. They won the first ever conference um, championship in school history last year, and I know they're they're itching to to win another one of those. And um, I think they're they're also looking to you know do well in our true team section. So I think that's where our, you know, well-rounded team will, will really show its strength. So, you know, a top, a top two or three in the section will be, will be big. And, you know, we, we, they very well could be capable of, of winning the whole thing. So, um, and, you know, on the boys side, they're going to be really competitive in the section, you know, top two or top three for sure. Um, and if, you know, if everyone's staying healthy and all goes well, um, you know we're a little lighter on on numbers overall, so we do have a we do have a few holes um, and you know team team top to bottom. So on the true team end, that that'll be um, that might be a little bit tougher for the boys, but they're gonna they're gonna as days go by, we're kind of figuring out some ways to to, to create a full lineup, and um, you know they're still gonna be really competitive, and you know we get to the end of the year, and you know we've got got a lot of kids who you know could be very capable of qualifying for the state meet you know boys and girls so um it'll be it'll be fun to see how the next you know six weeks look and and then we'll go into that uh championship season i guess is what i call it and and see what happens we're talking with wadena deer creek head track and field coach mark reynolds coach thanks so much for stopping by for the first interview of the spring sports season and we'll talk to you again next week yeah thank you That'll wrap up our show for today. If you missed any of it, you can check it all on WadenaRadio.com. Until next week, I'm CJ Baumgartner for Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We'll see you next time. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.